Welcome to Based Liberty. I'm your host, Darren Wisely. I'm not politically correct, and I'm not afraid of the consequences for the things I say. I'm simply here to speak the truth as I see it from where I'm standing, and let the chips fall where they may. Welcome to Base Liberty, fellow thought criminal. Enjoy your stay. What's up, my thought criminals? Welcome to Base Liberty, episode 43. Darren Wisely, your host here, as always. Just a real pleasure to be with you. It's Monday, February 22nd, 2021. And I just want to make sure you're plugged into everything we got going on here. Uh, Subscribe to this podcast. We're dropping more content as of lately, so you can stay up on all that. Follow my Twitter, follow my Facebook, Instagram. Um, I'm on all that stuff, and I post quite frequently. And uh, if you don't feel like looking all that up, just go to my website, basedliberty.com. You can find all my links there. You can get on my email list. Uh, You can also check out the store. We've got Base Liberty Apparel, some other cool stuff, uh, historical figures. I'm also promoting some stuff for some of my friends, as well as the Hillsdale County Republican Party. So if you want any of that swag, uh, you can find the store through that link. And we got real good prices there for you. And if you want to help out the show in other ways, you can always look into uh, sponsorship. We've got some deals in the works there. Or you can just throw a few bucks my way uh, through the show page, and that's going to help us out because, as you know, dissident voices are suppressed. Um, Luckily, we have decentralized media, as Harvey discussed with us last episode, but uh, it is hard to get that word out, so... Uh, that's one way you can help the show out if you're so inclined and to help us keep getting the truth out there. So that's how we get that word out. That's how we make that change is by spreading the truth. And and speaking of Harvey, uh, I hope you enjoyed the last episode he was on, uh, episode 42. If you haven't checked it out, be sure to. I think you'll enjoy that conversation. And uh, this is the third episode only of this year, but uh, three consecutive weeks now. And I'm looking forward to more in the spring. As we're moving forward into March, I have been real busy, but I do plan to get on a better schedule, get more content out for you guys. And a lot of these episodes, is if you've been following along, they're just me out here talking. I like kind of doing that because it's a different format than a lot of podcasts where I can just get my thoughts out, get to the point, get moving. Uh, it's therapeutic for me because sometimes just just how stupid people are, just the idiotic world we live in. Uh, It's kind of a way for me to vent, get things off my chest. But I do like having guests, too. Um, It provides a wider range of perspective. Obviously, different guests have more expertise on certain things than I could ever dream of having. So it's a way to get you guys more content. Ultimately, the show's for you guys. So if you like guests or you don't like guests, or you have a recommendation for guests, shoot me emails. I mean, I love the feedback. I love show recommendations. Never hesitate to reach out. The other cool thing, though, about guests is it gets different voices out there. So you might not have heard someone, then you hear them on my show, then you check out what they're doing, and and it grows. So it's a way to get people on the right side of things, the good guys, uh, so to speak. It's a way to get those voices out there. So that's another cool thing. So I'm going to, my plan moving forward is to have some pretty cool guests and then mixed in with just episodes like this where I'm just kind of popping off and 
give you that little mix. So so we'll see, but again, it's for you guys. So if you prefer something else, just let me know. So with all that as the backdrop, today's episode, I just wanted to get this off my chest, uh, you know, vent again, if you will, and I wanted, I've been wanting to talk about the insurrection, and if you're listening, I'm doing air quotes here, uh, for a while, the whole events that went down in the Capitol January 6th, and again, I was real busy, so I didn't really get a chance to get anything out on my perspective on all of that. But it's just exhausting. I mean, every single day, there's a new headline. It just keeps getting crazier and more deranged. And, you know, one of the reasons um, the episode with Harvey when he was on was so uplifting for me is the positive white pill he gave me. Uh, Really some hope for the future because sometimes I just feel like, you know, so down, like there is no hope. Um, people are so brainwashed, so stupid, they don't think for themselves. The government, the tyranny just grows every day. But really decentralization is our is our only hope, and that's why you know getting involved in local politics is so important. What we're doing with Hillsdale County Republican Party is awesome. So uh, I encourage you to get involved where you're at, and, and that's how real change can be made. It, it isn't all over, but sometimes we need someone to come along and say, hey, you know, there's hope. Keep your head up. You know, we have a lot of good things to be thankful for. So I, I appreciate that uh, from Harvey. Awesome dude. Like I said, check out that episode if you haven't. But I did want to get my thoughts on those events that transpired and a couple other things the past month or two because those events that took place and subsequently really just lifted the veil of the media. Uh, the political class, the quote-unquote elites, uh, the cathedral, as you know, Michael Malice or Mencius Moldbug would say. So what led me to doing this episode amidst everything I've just said, you know, if you followed my podcast, you know um, the events that have transpired with me, with my local party, with Senator Shirky. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I lay it all out chronologically on episode 41 so you understand what I'm talking about. Um, but basically, our party censured the Senate Majority Leader in Michigan. Again, you want any of those details, they're there. So I'm not going to delve into that. That's not the point of this episode, but it does set the table for why I chose this topic. So since then, you know, I received more calls from constituents, party chairs, so much support, so awesome. And and that's so encouraging because it shows that other people feel the way we do. Other people are going to take action. And that's why podcasts like this or what other people are doing in podcasts or writing is so important because it just takes that one person to light that match and then 10 other people are like, yeah, I feel the same way, but I thought I was the only one. But you realize, no, you're not, and we can band together and do something. So that's cool. (laughs) But on top of that, I've received a lot of media calls. Um, I've probably done about a dozen media interviews, a couple Zoom interviews. And I was on this Fox 47 show called Let It Rip. You can look that up if you want. And I noticed in all of these discussions with journalists or whatever, journalists, (laughs) uh, they all want to talk about this insurrection. Um, And when I was on that show, you know, everyone was talking about it. And it just, I was just sitting there kind of in the moment saying, these people are hysterical. I mean, they don't live in the real world. And, you know, I kind of thought, you know, doing an episode on the the Capitol thing on January 6th was 
not timely. You know, it's been a month and a half. But when I realized when I, um, you know, in the last week, people are still so, um, so hysterical about these events. I'm like, I just got to get out there. I got to get this off my chest. And so that led to this. So we're going to talk about the insurrection. That's right. Insurrection, you know, no weapons, just, uh, just what kind of an insurrection has no weapons? I mean, seriously, the worst insurrection ever. Uh, (laughs) I, I, I don't even know. I mean, it's like, when you just take a step back and you look at the whole thing, if you were watching, you know, I was paying attention when it happened and trying to like follow on YouTube or whatever from like live streams, but it's like, what are they going to do? You know, a bunch of people running the Capitol and it's like, okay, it's our Capitol. Now Trump's the president or now we're running the government. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. You know, you storm one government building and now every federal court across the country, every military officer uh, is somehow like has to follow your orders. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But the media and these politicians, they play it off like it's that level of seriousness. I mean, what is it? Capture the flag? You know what? We put our flag here. We win. This is our, uh, you know, our base now, our government building. I mean, it's just bogus, you know. I love uh, also, you, how'd you feel about when they stormed the Capitol? You know, that's the quote now, stormed the Capitol. You know, like it's like it's Star Wars, stormtroopers, or, you know, Caesar making his march on Rome, or, or Mussolini or something. You know, it, it's just so um, off base with any, you know, factual reality. It's ridiculous. You just got to look at it and see for yourself and say, okay, maybe you don't like certain things. Maybe it was rowdy. Maybe it was out of hand. But it's not an insurrection. It's not a government takeover. I mean, that narrative is ludicrous. You got to just look and see for yourself. But that's the problem is the media just repeats the same narrative and everyone just swallows it just just whole. I mean, okay, you know, here's the media, uh, you know, pill they're giving us. So we'll just take it, you know. It's cyanide, of course. Uh, but it's the same thing with COVID, with the masks, with so many other things. Uh, you can go back to the war in Iraq, you know, or, or wars even long before I was even born, you know, the Gulf of Tonkin. I mean, you know, they've been doing this stuff since World War One, even. Like, but people just believe, oh, they said it. I, I guess it's true. You know, if, if, if every mainstream media source says it, I guess we're just going to go along with it. And that's the thing is when all this went down and, you know, there was all this aftermath and it's like, okay, you know, 24, 48 hours, whatever. But I realize I'm like, no, people actually believe this stuff. And that's where the, that's why I'm still talking about now is because people are just, they're this brainwashed. They're this clueless. I mean, it's sad. It's sad. But the whole problem, you know, moving beyond that is where the discussion even revolves around. Even when you talk to, like, so when I was on the show, there was a Republican chairman, you know, nice guy or whatever from a different party in Michigan. But it's kind of like the center right, if you will, the establishment Republicans, or even not real bad establishment. Not, I'm not even saying like Nick Romney style, but kind of your just mainstream Republicans, even. Uh, that are in some kind of office, you know, they're handling the narrative wrong too. You know, the whole problem with this storming the Capitol, this insurrection, it's the wrong question. It's the wrong discussion. You know, you hear a lot of people saying, well, it wasn't all Trump supporters. You know, it was just a couple bad apples or, 
you know, it was all uh, paid people who were there to insight, you know, George Soros or whoever. And, and I'm sure some of that went on. I'm, I, I'm not debating that necessarily. You know, we know Viking guy was in some uh, BLM or Antifa protests this summer. So it, it's not out of the question uh, that there might have been some hired guns in there. But but that's that's missing the whole point. Not who's to blame, who did it. Uh, is it Trump people? Is it not? Is it, you know, is it reflect every Republican? That's so minuscule, but that's what the narrative is on. That's the only thing the debate is on. But let's move beyond that. Here's the real issue. It's not who is in the protest. It's not... It's how the political elite view the rest of us out of their ivory towers. That's the crux of this issue. And the aftermath of it has lifted the veil completely. So you see it on social media, you know, all these people and some, you know, center right, obviously all your leftists, all your establishment, all your politicos, our sacred capital, our sacred capital. I mean, you talk about Stockholm Syndrome, okay? That's what this is, is these people abuse the shit out of us and you're talking about them like they're saints you know like uh or at least high priests or something i mean it really is like stockholm and joe scarborough i'll play this clip for you you know he's saying this isn't some taco stand this is the centerpiece of democracy other cable news channels that will will say well you know this mom and pop store was vandalized during the summer riots. And that's just as bad as the United States Capitol being vandalized. No, no, actually, no, no jackass, it's not. <laughs> the capital of the United States of America is the center of American democracy. And while I am a fierce believer in people's right to defend their private property, I'm not going to confuse a taco stand with the United States Capitol. I'm not going to confuse the selling of tacos with actually moving through a constitutional process that is laid out in the United States Constitution. So I'm going to go into what he just said right there, but this is the whole problem. When it's an average American, Joe Schmo, blue collar guy, you know, getting beat up, getting their business destroyed, being who cares, right? I mean, to those, to the political class, who cares? But if you threaten the political class, oh, no, 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 that is off limits. The whole thing is completely backwards. You know, I mean, even in the aftermath of the insurrection, I mean, it's hard to say that without laughing. I don't know how people do it um, consistently. But, uh, you know, they're talking about prosecuting people in there. Well, yeah, you know, if they were, if you destroyed something or you're violent, then okay, but... But they would never consider that doing it to the people this summer, you know. So there's a clear double standard, but it's not even just about that. It's much deeper. You know, they're talking about if we have a picture of you and you were in there, you could be on a no-fly list. Well, that goes against everything that supposedly these rights we supposedly, which we really don't have in the Constitution, due process. You know, every person, before they're put on a no-fly list or any of this other crap, uh, they deserve a lawyer with a suit and tie and their day in court, and that is due process. And then you can handle it. You don't get to take someone off a no-fly list and then do due process later. That's not how it works. But you're talking about calling these people terrorists. I mean, it's ridiculous. But again, these people this summer, 
They could use that same technology to prosecute them. Are they going to? No, that's not even in the question. And that's the point. I'm not saying they necessarily need to go through all the trouble to prosecute him or not. You know, that should be a, you know, a local prosecutor, local police, sheriff kind of thing, maybe state level. But but the point is the fact that they would jump right on the ball of putting people on no fly list with no due process, but wouldn't even think to give the people in these summer riots destroying, you know, private businesses a slap on the wrist. I mean, that shows you everything you need to know right there. That's the issue that is just being missed from this discussion. It's not about who is in it. It's about how they treat people that go after the sacred government against actual hardworking people that pay the taxes to fund the government. But we don't care about them. I mean, the irony about all this is that building, this sacred building, that's where all the crimes in America take place. I mean, not literally all, but like 90-some percent of them. I mean, think about it. The wars the all over the world for no reason other than to line their own pocketbooks and sit on the board of Raytheon. You know, they lock us in their own home, in our own homes. They spy on us. They put us $30 trillion in debt. They're the criminals. They don't see themselves that way. And and this whole sequence of events just lifts that veil. It was there, and I would say it was still obvious, but now it's even more obvious. You can't, in good faith, look at the facts objectively and deny this. You know, all, all the other, quote, crimes, you know, drug dealing, you know, gun smuggling, almost all these other crimes wouldn't even be crimes if it weren't for these people making these laws with all these crazy regulations and things. Like, yeah, I mean, if you murder someone or, or steal or something like that, yeah, that's a crime and you should be prosecuted. But who does most of that in this country? Well, it's the people in that building, is it not? Along with the executive branch and, and the judicial, you know? They're the criminals, but... Again, they're immune from any real repercussions. You can't even get near them, or now you're taking a, you know, you're called a domestic terrorist. The media is is in just as complicit. They're all part of the same cathedral. That's why they didn't care when these businesses were destroyed. You know, again, I'm not saying that, you know, I know people did die at the Capitol. You know, that's awful. I know at least one person was shot by a police officer. So I don't know the exact details of every single person who might have been hurt or killed. But, I mean, it already goes against the narrative when the people supposedly defending the sacred Capitol were the people who, you know, caused someone to, to be killed. But you can't even compare the destruction. Okay, some broken windows, destroyed building, unfortunately some casualties, but look at this summer. I mean, it's people's entire lives being destroyed. Their businesses, but oh, they're just going to shrug it off. You know, just an angry group gathers at the Capitol. Well, that's the ultimate act of domestic terrorism. I mean, this is so just ass backwards. You know, and, and Joe Scarborough, you know, oh... It's not just some taco stand. Well, Joe, let's see you make a taco. I mean, we don't have a taco stand in Hillsdale. We have hot dog stands. I mean, that's hard work. It's an honest living. It's a service someone actually wants. How do I know that? Because they voluntarily pay for it. Not like government, which we have no choice. They get their checks no matter what. And they don't do anything we want, you know, unless you're like a socialist or something. I guess you want all that stupid stuff they do. 
But if you think destroying a government building is worse than destroying a small business, you are a sick person. But that's exactly how they feel. They have contempt for the working class, for blue-collar, hard-working people that actually pay the bills so government can do all the things it wants to do. Those people don't create anything. This media class, yeah, you know, I guess technically maybe they create news like I'm doing right here. But, I mean, politicians, they don't create anything. They just destroy things. They destroy lives. They destroy the economy. If you heard at the end of the clip, you know, he goes, this is a constitutional process as outlined in the Constitution. Wow. Thanks, Joe. Are you a constitutional scholar? It's a constitutional process as outlined in the Constitution. Okay. (laughs) I mean, that's some deep stuff right there. And, you know, this sacred democracy, I mean, you know how that kind of rhetoric just makes me sick, because we all know democracy is the god that failed, but, uh, you know, that's a different, I've talked about that in other episodes, so you can, you can hear, hear me talk about that anytime. What I want to take away from the whole storming the Capitol, insurrection, uh, we need to look beyond the narrative. See how the veil was lifted right in front of our eyes, right on national TV, in light of the January 6th events, I am just so tired of this creepy idol worship of politicians. They do nothing but destroy our lives for what? For their own gain. For their own gain. And the impeachment, I mean, that whole thing is stupid, and I I don't think it even deserves a whole, nother, a whole episode dedicated to it. Um, of course, I didn't think this event did either but here we are um and we know trump got acquitted he's 2-0 and of course he's the best even in impeachment you know he's been impeached the most and acquitted the most so but the whole thing is stupid and again i'm not going to go into all of it but he didn't incite anything he said the election was rigged or you know something along those lines okay you know you can argue that he is lying but you can also argue that he truly believes that. And there's evidence to to say that there definitely was high-level fraud. How much? You know, we'll probably never know. But you can't get into his mind and know if he's being honest or not. Regardless, that's not inciting violence. Regardless of whether what you think about Trump's sincerity, if it's self-serving or, or truthful, it's not inciting violence. And the whole thing about this impeachment is it's not like a criminal trial. There's no uh, burden of proof, like beyond a reasonable doubt or anything like that, that you would have in a criminal trial. So it's just a show trial. It's all political theater, really. There's no real constitutionally laid out standard. Um, It's very vague. It's really just if the Senate wants it to be or not. And of course it's dumb because he's not even the president anymore, but again, that would... Take us into a whole nother episode. In a criminal trial, Trump could never be convicted for what he said. We'll just just put in that out there just straight up. There would be no way that would be worthy of a criminal conviction. Now, we don't really have a standard for impeachment, so it's going to be different. It, just like what evidence you can use in this is going to be different. Uh, most of the stuff would be barred in a criminal prosecution. So the whole thing's stupid. He's acquitted. You know, whatever. Um, but this is the concerning part is how they're going to use this. So what the establishment wants is to use this Trump saga to bar any outsiders from ever, you know, achieving high political office. 
So they use this kind of incitement, which is a very vague narrative, to get rid of dissident voices. That's what they're going to do. So, you know, Trump, he was what he was. But someone who's going to come along and be a voice like Trump for, like, middle America, America first or whatever, or someone who, you know, is a strict constitutionalist or someone who just really believes in liberty and actually is going to fight, you know, the next Ron Paul, you know, that comes along. They're going to say that he's inciting violence. I guarantee it because that's a way to just push someone out of that credible realm. That's what they're going to do. I mean, mark my words. They might not have won on this stupid impeachment, but they're going to use this as a way to get rid of people they don't want. Now, all the incitement they did, I mean, what about... You could make the same argument the AOC's inciting people, you know, this summer, talking about BLM and all this stuff. But, again, I, I wouldn't think she should go to jail for saying something stupid on, on the news. Um, but I'm just saying, if that's the standard, well, let's apply it both ways. I don't think it should be applied to either, for the record. Of course, you know, on top of it, the social media is in their back pocket, so they're going to promulgate the establishment political class narrative. Uh, but at the end of the day, people got to think for themselves. I mean, if you're just taking what you hear from the media as gospel after this past year, 2020, this crazy year, there is no hope for anyone who still turns on the TV and listens to what they say and believes it. There's no hope. I mean, they just went from zero to 100 the past year. I mean, it was corrupt. It was crazy. It was brainwashing. Yeah, it's awful. But this year, they didn't even hide the ball. And yet... There's so many people who just, oh, they said it, I, I, I guess they tried taking over the Capitol. I guess I need two masks now to, someone walk by me on the street without a mask. They're an awful person. I mean, what is wrong with people? There's no hope. But for the rest of us, the evidence is here. Point it out to your friends, your family. The political class does not work for us. They don't give a rat's ass about us. There's not even a debate, as I said, when you look at the last year uh, and the narrative about the Capitol, whatever you think about people going in and all, that is just so beside the point. It's the narrative. That's what I had to get off my chest. So uh, thanks for listening to that. Um, I do feel better. I, I hope you got something out of this and just kind of just think about the perspective and think about that angle, you know, with with the Capitol, with the... Uh, impeachment and where we are moving forward and of course with the media so one thing before i go i just want to say i'm real proud hillsdale county uh made the detroit news and i'm holding this up real newspaper if you haven't checked it out now if you go online to look it up it's behind a paywall i don't know if it's always like that or not or like if it'll still be there but you can try to find it but we are on the cover John Smith, who is our secretary, look at that, look at that ugly mug, no, I'm just kidding, he looks real cute, he's got a suit on, this nice shaved uh, Gillette, uh, or Bic, or whatever head, got our picture of our our city here, uh, and it's a long article, actually, it's, and the cool thing about this article is it gives, you know, a lot of different people in the community, Penny Swan, of course, who's a real patriot, um, it's talked about uh, Mr. Stone, who had his whole run-in with the feds in 2012. If he'd want to be on, uh, he was with the uh, with the militia group, and I mean, the what they put him and his family through is awful. It talks about how we want our freedoms back, our Second Amendment. Um, 
talks about Hillsdale College. It talks about Mitch Spangler. Um, Lance is in here. Lance Lashway is our vice chair. And it does mention me as well. Um, again, it, it's a lot of different people, but it's cool because they said, discussing the Shirky confrontation on his Base Liberty podcast, February 10th, wisely explained that the Founding Fathers established a republic to avoid mob rule. Democracy is awful, and anyone who claims to be a conservative or Republican should know this, he said. So I love that they use my quote, but they listen to my podcast. So this show's growing. Um, we got to keep sharing it. We got to keep doing it and getting the truth out there. So if you have a chance to check that out, go for it. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. Of course, they mentioned the podcast, but I'm excited about what we're doing here in Hillsdale County. So again, just don't... <laughs> Don't fall for this media crap. And I know if you're listening to this, you're probably not. But don't let other people do it. See, the trap I get into is I'm I'm talking with red-pilled people who know what's up and, you know, whatever. And then you get out and someone says, what do you think about storming the Capitol? Or, and instead of being like, well, you know, it's like, no, no. Your question is wrong. You're assuming the Capitol is stormed. Like, before we can even get into the meat of the conversation, you have an assumption in in that statement, we have to address. So that's that's the thing: is people who are red pilled, people on the right, people who want liberty. We have to not play on their field. We can't accept their premise when their premise is completely wrong, completely fraudulent, for the purpose of discrediting uh, anyone who disagrees with them. So think about it that way, and that's you know when you shift that that way of looking at it, it's really helpful. So. Um, I'm excited how we're going to grow the show this year, get people to stop believing just this utter baloney, this garbage, get some semblance of liberty back. And I want to say thanks to all you guys. It is encouraging to get feedback, to get shares, uh, that people, you know, are interested in what I have to say, or they want to come on the show or give recommendations or buy merch. That's really cool. It's encouraging. And that's why I put out more content. So up with it coming out through the new year as much as I can. Um, I'm going to Florida this week and maybe that'll help to get some sun, get out of this cold Michigan weather, you know, that seasonal depression, all that, that'll be good. Come back energized, uh, ready to kick some butt in March. So, uh, we'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in and we will talk soon.